Hello and welcome back to the Out for 10 podcast, your home for all things rugby league. We have missed a little bit. Yeah, so we're going to be covering semis, prelims and... The grand stage. Yes, and what a final it will be. Oh, it's going to be such a cracker. I'm rabbit's eye in it, but I'm fucking keen. Yeah. Hey, not hard in it. We know that for a fact. But no, We've known that for a fact for a while. But going back to the semis a few weeks ago now, um, we've got Eels Raiders. What a blowout. Yes. It, it just sort of shows where it, it was 8th versus 5th or, or did they place 4th? I'm pretty Eels. sure they yeah, placed 4th. They were, they yeah, were top 4th so versus 8th. I think that's where you see the levels of sort of class in the NRL. You've got your sort of top four teams, and then they're just a league above uh, the bottom eight. But yeah, finished up 40 to four. Absolute blowout. Um, Looking at it, there was no send offs or anything. It was just. All eels. Yeah, all para. And I said Raiders would win that. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I. I think that was wishful thinking. Hey, I, I, I know I wishfully bought it. Yeah. But just quickly going over that, 40 to 4, and it was an absolute domination. But we got another touch of a blowout. Yes. Sharks, Sharks versus Sharks. Wow. 38 to 12. Yeah, and just quietly, it, it was very devastating for Nico Hines. Um. Latrell Mitchell actually did a really nice act after that game and um, pulled him aside because Nico Hines has been outstanding all year. It was proven last night he won the Daily M, um, which I did tip. Um, And he won it by a monster. I I was looking at it and it was like 39 points to 28 or something. James Tedesco was the next closest. No, it it was close. It was 38 to 33. I checked oh, okay. this just before coming in. Okay. But what it what it also was, it was the most notes anyone's had mm. in Daily M history, apparently. Yeah. 38. And he's shown it. Like, to go from playing as a reserve, covering halves fullback for Melbourne last year, to come to a struggling Sharks team. Lift up the fuck Finish second overall. Mate, Nico Hines, as he's well-deserved. Best player in the league, probably, at the moment. And if he had um, sort of the spine that para rabbits, um, Penrith, that sort of have, imagine what They could have won happen. the grand final. 100%. They could still be in it now. Yeah. But, yeah, 38-12. to 12, Latrell Mitchell went up to him. Um, said, like, don't keep your head down, you played well all year. It was an upset. Um, second place versus seventh. Um, no, it was an upset for anyone that doesn't fucking watch the footy. <laughs> Rabbits had that all day. I tipped them. Yeah. What I wouldn't have tipped was Lachlan Elias getting a try. Uh, what about Mark Nichols? Second minute, straight the over the back. The goat, mate. The uh, it was goat. off a penalty. It was off a penalty. But, yeah, a couple of minutes in. They don't call him the goat for nothing, and now he's heading to the Dolphins, so goodbye, Mike Nichols. Yes. But, yeah, no, um, there are a few penalties involved, but no send-offs, no nothing. Just outclassed. And Tane Mill with the cheeky double that game. Yeah, yeah, cheeky double. On a scrub. I don't like him. No, and as you've said before, you've got that many options at winger. To be played there. He, he does play pretty good centre. But with the side that he's had, how come um, Isaac Thompson's not picked there? Oh, 100%. And even if they don't want to put Thompson in, which is understandable, he's a bit young getting new to it, but he's a fucking gun. That's yeah. what he is. But they, they've they got... Richard Kenner. Richard Kenner. I was about to call him Brian Kenner. <laughs> Richard, Richard Kenner. Kenner. Yeah, He's yeah. fucking gun. His first game for us. Got a triple. Yeah. Who'd he get that against? Yeah, we <laughs> won't talk about that. But there's so many players that could fit in. You could have uh, Blake Taff even fit in. You, like, move Tass, Isaiah Tass to wing and put um, Taff in 
the center. Like he could play 100%. there easily. And we, we've got options, but they, the coach just didn't want to. It just seems to have a thing for Tane. I think Tane was excellent starting off the season. Yeah, but he definitely went downhill yeah. really. And quick. Just turned real grubby. Was... Coming into finals, oh. He was fucking shocking. Which we'll be covering in the game after the game we're about to cover. But yeah, that was semi. So, Parramatta um, and Rabbitohs advanced. But going to prelims, the games that get you to the grand stage, Cowboys, Para. A little bit of controversy here. Yeah, before we talk any more about the game, I just want to touch on that. The NRL's announced that it was a forward pass. That's That's... Four points. Say they, yep. I don't remember if they got the conversion. I think they did, but say they didn't. They did. That's that's still four points. Yeah. That gets and them the win. Yeah, it's granted. It's six points and six points with the conversion. Yeah, but even even if they if say, if say they miss the conversion, that's yeah. still a golden point so, game. Yeah. And it's at like personally, for the way both sides have been playing this year, we were only talking about it before. I understand Parramatta. It's the only team to beat Penrith this year other than Melbourne. But they're, I thought Cowboys were going to run over. Oh, home crowd, absolutely roaring. Eels hadn't beat Cowboys in Queensland since like 2015 yeah. as well. It's been a long yeah. while. And the way they've been playing all year, like it just showed with the tries that were scored. Regan Campbell-Gillard... Scored two tries that game. It was running through the middle. Yeah. It, it's what sort of cost them. Like, yeah, I understand that six points shouldn't have been awarded. But in saying that, where are the forwards? Cowboys have some of the, probably one of the biggest forward pack in the comp. Ruben Cotter, absolute weapon, debuted for. Um, Queensland this year. Jordan McLean debuted for New South Wales this year. Tom Gilbert, Jeremiah Nenai. I, I don't know much about Gilbert, but Nenai, Queensland. And I believe Nenai just won Rookie of the Year yep. or something like so that. So he should. Yeah. He has been outstanding all year. Jason Tomalolo, absolute weapon. Um, Running through the forward pack, it, it's just no excuse. Like, Luciano Leilua played a pretty good game that game, but I do understand that six points did come into it, but I do feel that if Cowboys were in it, I feel like they should have really they ran away with it. Over him. Yeah, and the coach he couldn't he couldn't be anything but happy after the mm. game. All class in his post game. Yeah, he didn't even mention the forward try. No, no, it was all just I'm proud of my boys. Yeah, wait till next year. Yeah, fucking run over the comp again. And how good is it? They were fifteenth, sixteenth last year. The turnaround they've had. A lot of teams have to had come a good third. turnaround. Yeah, like, and and this isn't taking anything away from Nico Hines because Nico Hines is that hat is probably well, it's been named the best Daily, player yeah. this year. But the different Cowboys probably should have finished second. The way they played all year mm. in my head, they were it was the run home. The run home made it look easy for the results. Sharks. Exactly, like. I think it was like Tigers, Titans, Knights. I know it was some lower teams. Yeah, like that. and like when you've got that, and then Cowboys, they had a pretty actually tough draw. Yeah, um, Cowboys, Cowboys had a rabbits in their run. Well, home. Penrith, they beat Penrith, but Penrith rested third, eh? Yeah, that was um, always a granted. Rabbits beat Cowboys. Which yeah, Rabbitohs, if you're Ooh, a And member. I didn't realise Sharks versus the Doggies as well. Yeah. That's an easy one. Taking it away, once again, not taking it away from the Sharks, but Bulldogs are a 12th place team. And they proved that, how much more class they have in the game than Bulldogs. Yeah, but it's for Bulldogs to only keep them to 16, in my opinion, is massive. Like, look at Manly. 40, 40 to 6. To six. Um, but like Cowboys, granted they beat the Warriors, um, but Roosters, like that's a pretty hard game. Yeah. Um, but where's the Sharks? Sharks had Tigers. And it is the run home that makes the big difference. And that really inflated them up right into the place they got. And Cowboys, that Cowboys-Tigers game earlier through the year that we yeah. covered. Yeah. 
that's an extra two points that could have been awarded. Like, could have been lost. Yeah. In so personally, Cowboys, in my opinion, was probably the second best team in the comp. See what really got my opinion of Cowboys like down is that game against the Panthers. It was only, they only put thirty eight points on them, and yeah. it was. Versus, there's no way around it. A, a reserve, reserve grade. grade team. But that reserve grade team just won the New South Wales Cup. That's what I'm saying. Penrith is so strong throughout the grades. Absolutely. They're going for history with winning the New South Wales Cup, Jersey flag, and potentially... The grand final. Yeah. Like, it just shows, like, a lot... Of, I think it was Bulldogs in the New South Wales Cup and Newcastle in the Jersey flag. Mm. Th- it could be the other way around. I'm not 100% sure. But it shows that you don't have other teams that are so consistent in sort of being in the grand final all year round in every grade. Like Penrith, Ivan Cleary has walked into a goal mine. Like Nathan, like the junior, and it shows they've played their footy all through the grades. Like, I was only watching a video today. It was James Fisher Harris, Moses Leota, Jerome Luai, Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards was actually playing 5 8. Nathan Cleary. Um, there was a couple others playing, and they were playing at 15, 16 years old all together. So it shows through. And they've all got that bond then as well. Yeah, hundred. They. So it, it's like the. I'll, I'll take it back to Newcastle back in the '99 Grand Final. It was like Maddie and Andrew. They didn't have to say anything. There, there was no talk. It was a look. It was instinct. They knew what had to be done, and they did it. And that's why they combined so well in the halves. And. That's why Jerome, Nathan, and Dylan play so well because they played all through the grades together. And now Panther, Panthers are going to lose some good players next year. Yeah, that's another thing. One that was bloke on my mind, Happy, Happy, hundred percent. One of the best players in the game. That game against Rabbitohs, the first while. Um, Rabbitohs scored the first two, and I know you're a Rabbitohs fan. But you got to look at the stats. Mitch Kenny started, right? And this is the first week they've done it. This no, is not the first week they've no, done this. But he started, and then Appy came in with, what is it, 20, 24 minutes in, right? So 24 minutes nine in. Nine minutes later, they get a try. First two tries scored. 18th minute was the last one. They did not score again. No. Appy Coruscant is a game one of the best halves in the comp. Probably the best half in the comp. They will struggle next year. No Villiam Kikia. They lost Matt Burton last year and look what Matt Burton... Look what he's done for the Doggies. Yeah, they 100%. didn't finish well, but he's really... He changed the game for mm. the Doggies. 100%. One games that shouldn't have been won. Uh, like one that comes to mind is the Bulldogs Manly game. Yeah, yeah. That was last minute, but he turned things around with that fucking boot. Um, but yeah, going on to the Penrith Rabbitohs game in the prelims. And real quick before we actually get off the Eels game, cheer about Mitchell Moses that night. He had the birth of his daughter, mm-hmm. and the mad lad missed it for footy. I love that. Shows the commitment. Shows that he wants to win. And then if he lost, if Eels fucking lost and he wasn't there, oh, he would have been the one everyone blamed. Brad Arthur actually told him. To go. Yeah. Be there. Yeah, and he goes, I can't let the boys down. No. Like, personally, well, you've got kids. Where are you at with that? If I'm a player like Mitch Moses, 100%. Sorry, have, have the baby earlier. Let's get this thing going earlier. But what would you do? You're Mitchell Moses. I'm still. I'm Ruby's going to the birth. footy. I'm. I'm playing that game. Yeah. And then what? When they're like ten years old, you go. I miss your birth, ring. but look at this. <laughs> look at I my made ring. the grand portal for us, baby. <laughs> That's why you've got to win it. Yeah. Because 
here's something you might not know. I only found out this morning. Luai just gave birth to his third kid. Today or yesterday? Yeah. His wife got induced so they would have the baby before oh, the okay. grand final. I didn't know that. Well, I only just found out yeah, today. Yeah, wow. There you go. Apparently, it was only a, a one-day difference. Okay. I don't really believe that. There's not much point in that mm. if it's one day. But he said her due date was Tuesday. If they beat rabbits, the plan was to get in, induced. Yeah. They beat rabbits. She got induced. Yeah. I... I it's just, the baby wasn't fucking due on Tuesday. Why have it? Why waste one day and be like, we're going to have yeah. you induced. We're going to have a baby now. So I make the final. Yeah. It, it was closer to the final. Yeah. And he wanted to fucking play it. If you miss it and you lose, you're the reason to blame. Yeah. Even if there's nothing you could have done, you're the one everyone will blame. Yeah. So you would have heard of Jacob Arthur. Yeah. Do you know he's the son of Brad Arthur? Yeah, I do you know okay. there's a lot of controversy around right yeah. so he's been named in the um r- lot Grand on the bench yeah right but personally right this hasn't been talked about or anything do you think that's a reason why brad arthur wanted mitchell moses gone because he was trying to convince him right so jacob arthur takes that spot gets the glory if they make it through Jacob Arthur's play, played against Manly this year. I remember I was at poker and I put a bet on. I got it. It was paying 51 to 1. I forget exactly what the bet was. And they smacked Manly. Like, and granted, look at Man, like Manly. Manly struggled shit. this year. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, and for the players they've got, Cherry Evans. He tried to carry that team on his back. Yeah, 100%. And... Shout out to Ruben Garrick this year. No turbo basically all year. Steps into a role that he doesn't normally play. Plays at fullback. And dom- like, oh, I won't say dominates because you've only got to look at the results. But look at the side around him. Like, Jake Trevojevic ended up getting injured. Turbo got injured. Um, so Ruben Garrick moved to fullback. So, th- so they've lost... And they lost Kieran Foran this year too. Like, um, he's moving to the Titans. Yeah, yeah. So, where do they finish next year? Like, honestly, I I nearly have them for the spoon. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Like, there was talks, Daly wants to finish at Manly, right? Because he's getting to the age of, like, he's still got a few years in him, but I'd say three, probably. Where, like, Lachlan Croker, he's playing nine. He He's not that much job, in my opinion, as a hooker. Like, when you've got the likes of Reid Marnie, you've got the likes of Appy, Cook, mm. um, Harry Grant, Brendan Smith, Sam Verrills even. Like, you've got all these dominant hookers in the comp. And then, like, Lachlan Croker... He don't fit in in that equation at all. It's like having Usain Bolt against friggin' Josh Papali. You know what I mean? Like it's it's levels and Turbo. He's he's a waste of money in my opinion. Like they're paying him one. I don't even know. Like I know. I feel like it's in the millions. Yeah, 100%. he made an easy meal this year. Yeah, hundred percent. He sat on the sideline. Loved it. Oh, fucking oh. Easiest money to ever make in his life. Watching his team get flogged back home. He's, he's, um, I, I just saw on, I, I was on Instagram and he's being sponsored by Ampol. Okay. And, like, he's sitting there talking massive rap about Ampol, rah, rah, rah. But that is the only work he has done. All year, and he would have got paid an extra couple hundred k for that. A hundred percent. Like you can't help injuries, granted, but when the how consistent his injuries are, you gotta let him go. Ruben Garrick wants more money, so he should. He's playing in a in the spine. Oh, 100%. he's not a winger. He he he's not worth fucking four five hundred k a year. He's playing he's worth eight hundred seven eight hundred k a year position. Oh, 100%. So, he should be paid that. 
Like, and there was talks of Knight signing Gary. Yeah, I remember you bringing that up. And fuck, I hope they do. Because if they do, Ponga moves to 5'8". And it's his position. For yeah. the money that he's on, he should be in the halves. But we've signed Tyson Gamble. But we're getting off topic. Anyway. We are. We've moved away from yeah. Rabbit's Yeah, so Rabbitohs Penrith. Replay grand final last year. Uh, just quietly, they've advertised the fuck out of that oh, every single Rabbits Panthers yeah. game this year. Yeah, 100%. I don't remember that last year for fucking Panthers. And we went to the first Rabbits. one this year. We did. At Blue Bear. And what was the vibe? Yeah, it was... There, there was. I reckon there would have been a thousand Rabbitohs fans. It wasn't many. No. Everyone we spoke to, Panthers. Yeah, I was wearing my Knights. Loved it. Yeah, you had more people talk to you than yeah. I did me. Because yeah. I'm wearing a Rabbits jersey. But... It was, it's the vibe. And I was talking about it last podcast, and I know you didn't want me to bring it up, but I am. The score was 32-12, and Stephen Crichton's disallowed try should have been allowed, in my opinion, right? But it all, as we've said, it all changed once Appy came onto the field. Toho got a lucky um, break. Just talking about Toho's try, I did not see that try. Mm. Right? I'm like... It's getting late. I'm going to go put Ruby in bed. Yeah. The game's got fucking two, three yeah. minutes left. I'm like, I'll go yeah, put Ruby. Yeah, they got to defend. Yeah, they got to defend. It's going to be fucking 12-6. Yeah. It's all right. I'll go put Ruby to bed, go for a quick smoke. Mm-hmm. And then I'll jump in the shower in halftime. <clears throat> or something to be able. I think I was going to get a drink halftime because I already had a shower that night. Yeah. But then I've come back and I've just, I've, my phone's just buzzed and I'm like, Please be rabbits. Well, in my head, I'm like, <clears throat> all right, this adds up to the halftime notification. Because yeah. on the rabbits app, it gives you fucking everything. Yeah. Kick off, fucking every try, conversion. So I'm like, all right, halftime. Yeah. I don't check it because in my head, I'm like, oh, it's it's halftime. Mm-hmm. I get back to the room and I just look at the TV and it's 12-12 in the fucking mid-show. Mid, um, yeah. Everyone's talking about the game. Like, what the fuck did I miss? Yeah. So, have you seen it too? I've seen it now, yeah. but when it happened, I was like, it, it just happened it, so quick. The reason I say it's lucky is because now I'm I'm not a massive Rabbitohs fan, as you know. Right? Yeah, as everyone knows. But Campbell Graham, you got to rate him. Right. He, he has players. been one of the best centres this year. Thousand percent. He dropped a ball that Latrell threw to him that he would catch eight, eight and a half, nine out of ten. Toa grabs that, right? So it's advantage play on. Right? The reason it's lucky for one, Campbell Graham don't drop it. But where you take luck out of it is you had Cody Walker. There was one more. I forget who it was. Uh, I think it was Tavita Totola. I could be wrong, uh, but I'm pretty sure it was him. Right. Well, Cody Walker ran. Toe ran over him. But if you look through the replay, if Cody Walker left him alone, Latrell got to him. Oh, Okay. So, Cody Walker got dropped, and then Latrell, because he was running that line, had to sort of dodge and wave Cody Walker getting thrown. Mm. Where, if he just ran that straight line, he got the toe. I thought the luck, in my opinion, because it was raining, it was raining something <laughs> shocking at Sydney. I thought, fucking Walker's got him down, try but I felt like the grass was so wet. Motherfucker yeah. just turned it was slip and slide. Yeah. He's yeah. just in. But he slid I, a good fucking But he's distance. a solid cunt, man. Oh, fuck yeah. I, I, I hate to say that word. We are a friend, family-friendly show. But Brian Toa is built like a brick fucking shithouse. Oh, yeah. Right? Cody Walker isn't. He's nothing. Not to the likes of Toa, but it was so good. Now... I rate Penrith as like my third, fourth favourite team, right? Brian Toa has been so quiet this year due to leg injury. And you can see it through the games. 
right? He's hesitates. Not with this one. And it, it brings a good feeling to finals because I have said it throughout the shows, I don't rate wingers or that. I, I rate the spine, right? But when you have a winger, it's like Joseph Suwali. It's like Alex Johnson. It, you've got your standouts, Josh Adokar. When they do get that intercept, because they're there to be quick, mm. right? But when they're quick and they're built and they can break tackles, it's a problem. It it is. It's, it's problematic. Run over you, hundred percent. And he proved it with Cody Walker. Like we could probably bring up the stats, but I don't think Cody Walker's the greatest defender in the world, right? But you got to give credit. At least he turned around and ran. Yeah. Half the other rabbits didn't. No. Right? It was Cody Walker, someone else who you thought was Tavita Tatala, and Latrell. Latrell would have got to him. I'm telling you right now, Cody Walker leaves it alone. Or one, don't try. Like, it, it is. It's all split decision. Like, it's you turn around, you're running. But you're not going to take Brian Toho out when you're the smaller man. Head on. You, without legs, they can't run, mm. right? He should have been diving straight at the bloke's legs. Probably would have broke him in half, but it would have saved a try. Does it come into it? Probably not. When no, you, I think, when I think if that did happen, yeah, different game. Okay, that first half, there was not a lot of trill. But there was there was a there was no trell in the second half. No, that's what I'm saying. There was a bit. There was a little bit of Latrell in the first yeah. half. If he gets the tackle, yeah, gets a bit of confidence. Yeah, so half, it's a confidence game. It is like any sport. Yeah, if you're confident, and Latrell, Rabbitohs were massive chance of missing the eight. Oh, hundred percent, we were. While Latrell was over in America, right? They were forward pieces. I mean, look at the turnaround when he came back. Because he was confident. Exactly. He, running through his physio, running through everything. He's coming back. He's hot. Like, he's... I'm raring to go. And it turned fucking... Everything around. 100%. Cody Walker. All of a sudden, you've got a fullback. He's a fucking player. It's 100%. And when I'm saying about Cody Walker, like, that tackle... Cody Walker all year. Without Cody Walker, Alex Johnson don't get the result he's got. No. It's been proven. Anyone on Cody Walker's wing scores tries. Because he's one of the best five eights in the comp. Right? I don't like to admit it because he is grubby. But he's passionate too. Like he he it it is a downfall at times for him because he does get shitty and there was talks of a trainer saying something and rah 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 right and I would believe that real quick going back to last year Mm. I think it was Eels versus Panthers there was a stoppage by that same trainer and in my opinion that cost them the fucking game because it was like fucking they just got the ball big interception fucking momentum was all them Trainer, stop. Stop the game. Stop. Let's all... Let's get back here. All right, let me talk to my guy. Ref, do your job. Fucking everyone. They've stopped the play. Fucking came back. Redid the line. There goes the opening. Okay. And then the game was set from there. Oh. And that was very close to the end. I, I don't like that trainer. Not just because he's a panther. And I'm very vocal about panthers. Yeah. Uh, well, personally, going on that game... Penrith Rabbits. It was, uh, as we talked about, very grubby. Nearly every tackle. High shots, right? That shot on Spencer in you, where Tane Milne got sent off. So he should. He should have, 100%. He, he, absolute head on right? I was saying from about the second, third minute, like, it reminds me of Justin Hodges, right? I, you didn't um, get the opportunity to watch it earlier through like 10, 15 years ago. But growing up watching a standout was Justin Hodges. Every time he ran, if he got tackled, he had the shits. 
right? The moment he got up, he was, get off me. You're in the wrong sport. And Tane Milne showed a lot of that. Like, Justin Hodges, he represented Australia. Um, represented Queensland. And obviously represented the Broncos. Just got TKO'd by Paul Gallen, by the way. But he was an absolute grub man. Like, it's a contact sport. You're going to get tackled. Absolute winger. Tane Milne, every time he got tackled, he was straight up pushing the other bloke. Get the fuck off me, rah, rah, rah. What do you want me to do? What, stand here and let you through? No, it's not how it works. I'm sure Tane would like that. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's the only way he'd score a fucking try, the dog, right? Didn't he get a try that game? No, Canada did. My yeah. apologies. Yeah, but it, it's just bad etiquette. Straight off the bat, bad etiquette. Oh, 100%. And granted, he got sent off and there was a couple tries scored after he was sent off. When he got sent off, mate, just quietly, I was cheering. Mm. We played our best footy with 12 on the field. I'm like, oh, we do roosters, rabbitos, fucking oath. Latrell just steps up normally. That's what, in my head, the first, I'm like, oh, it's done. We've won. (laughs) The comeback's on. And then Trell just, like, he sat down. There's only two teams in the comp this year that have done well with 12 men on the field. Rabbits and Sharks. Do you remember that game, Sharks-Warriors? Yes, I'm pretty sure I do. There was a stage there, it was 11v13, and they won like 44 to 12 or something. Insane, right? It just shows, like, it's only this year that the Warriors have gone back home, right? There's actually talks of... uh, In nine games next year, they're looking at. Yeah. Do you remember Roger Chavasashek? The name sounds kind of familiar. Right. Well, he was, like, major player for the Warriors. He won Daily M uh, a few years back. They did a massive hark for him at the Daily M, right? Big player. He's got a rugby playing like Fucking rugby. big money. But there's talks of him coming back to the Roosters. Right? Next year. How does Roosters fit them in the salary cap? RTS. He's big player, man. Like, Big player. He, he's your Jared Hayne, who's an absolute grub. You do not rape, you fucking queer cunt, right? But he's your Jared Hayne. He's your Ben Barber. He's your, your standout player, right? Your, your Ponga for Newcastle when he actually plays 80 minutes. He's your Jonathan Third, that sort of oh, thing, right? Oh, JT level. Right. Yeah. Oh, different position. Teddy, James Sadesco. So, uh, honestly... The best way I could describe Roger Chavasashek, Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, right. Right, that sort of vibe, right? He started in the centres. Oh, I think he might have even started as a winger at the Roosters, right? Bit like Joseph Sawali, Latrell. Ended up getting a bit sort of beefier. Right, we're moving you to centre. All right, you're playing a massive position out of with centre, like Selwyn Cobbo, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Right, we're chucking you to fullback. Right, so he was playing centre at the Roosters and the Warriors signed him. Played fullback. Outstanding. Ran over players, right? Like the troll. During COVID, as we know, the Warriors didn't get to go home. Right, so he's gone, fuck it. I think it was last year or the year before. And he's gone over to rugby. After playing five or six games in rugby, he's representing New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Right, big money, right yeah, in rugby, a lot more money than in rugby league. But he's represented that absolutely outstanding player in rugby. But in league, it's the same deal. He's one of those standout players, so he wants to come back. But where do Roosters fit him? Is my question. You got Tedesco's not going nowhere. No, and as he shouldn't. He, I don't like to say this, but he he is good at what he does. There is talk earlier through the year of Luke Keary. Um, he's very close to a mill. I don't think he's quite there. He's like eight eight fifty nine. There was talks of him 
leaving the club. Trent Robinson didn't want him. But I'd how like okay, would you put Latrell five eight? No. Personally. Out of position. Right. I think Trell plays his best footy in centre. Centers than he does fullback. Yeah, well, why does New South Wales pick? See, New South Wales win this comp this year if they have Latrell and Turbo. Went in form. Yeah, hundred percent. They run over. Hundred percent. We showed it in Perth, man. Gonna say it's fucking been proven. Right, like I don't know. Well, that's talks of Roger Chavas shit. We had a quick chat about that, but still on the Penrith Rabbits game. It was a good game. Not as good as I thought it would be. No. I, I thought it was going to be a bit closer. So did I. I thought there would be literally two points I sort of hoped it would it. be, but it is what it is. Um, and shout out to the Rabbitohs. 50,000 people in a game. Yeah, 100%. Once again. Go on, just one sec. I've got to bring it up. Sharks-Rabbits game. It was played at a core. Correct. No, Allianz. Allianz. We talked about this last podcast, but he wants to bring it up again. Yes, the reason I want to bring it up again is because Craig Fitzgibbon, the current Sharks head coach, refused to train at Allianz Stadium because it weren't their home ground. So, we've gone over it before. The rules of the rugby league, and it has been since 1908... It's 2022, but it has been the rules for absolute uh, a century. Is you play it, you win the home ground advantage if, like, depending what sort of position you are during finals. Craig Fitzgibbon, one of the best players Roosters ever had, right? A bit like Boyd Cordner, you'd remember Boyd, mm-hmm. right? Ab- second row, lock, just. Big player for him, right? Won a couple comps. Has refused to train at this stadium because they did not get the home ground advantage. I would too. And just real quick, for anyone that missed the last podcast, he said exactly this last week as well. But it was 12 to 38, right? So big points in it, 26 difference. There weren't even late tries involved. It was just... Through the game. Mark Nichols try. Bit shit off a penalty, but it is what it is, right? You, as a Rabbitohs fan, take your Rabbitohs pride out of it. Do you think that changes the result of that game? The home field advantage? Yeah. No. And let me explain. Okay. It will be similar to what I said last podcast, but now we have the numbers to back it up. So Sharks, Cowboys, points bet. Yeah. Home field advantage, Sharks lost. Not by much. If anything changes, it makes it closer. But as I said last time, it is business. If you look at that, Sharks Cowboys sold out, 12,000 in attendance. Yeah. You look at the very next week, Sharks Rabbits sold out, 39,000. At Rabbitohs basically second home stadium, right? 39,733 fans attendance. It's trillion Over half would have been Rabbits. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Right. You you go to a twelve to fifteen thousand stadium, and you have twelve thousand Roaring Sharks fans. Nico Hines, the way he's been playing all year. Matt Moylan, Will Kennedy, like they they pretty much had a full strength side. Lachlan Miller was the only difference, right? Oh, and Braden Hemlin, Ueli. But I tell you right now, I I back Sharks to win that game when you've got three thousand fans instead of twenty thousand. You you back Sharks anyway. I I back Sharks to the comp. Granted, but NRL it is what what it is. Could but it still is all about no they they. No, they listen. put money first yeah. before the and rules tri- of the crop. And they did what they could to try and somewhat even out, but it's not going to work because. What, what would, would you it? do? On the shoes on the other foot. Do you not react to that at all? Do, do you think Craig Fitzgibbon was out of line refusing to. I think he was it? out of line doing it, yeah. If he's team trained, 
Maybe they win. No. Maybe. But like, don't get me wrong. Thirty-eight to twelve, right? Twenty-six points in it. That's over four tries. I'm not saying exactly sharks win. No, I do. Yeah, you just no, said that. No, no, I do. Sharks win with four fifths of the fans there. Because you've got to understand, you've got four fifths of the fans there. Calls are persuaded too. Because they're booing, right? And they're telling them, put them out for 10. Put them out for 10. Um,. Six again calls that there is a lot of influence by the fans, and I'm telling you now the way Sharks have played this year to what the I'm Rabbits have played. I'm glad that you brought up the way Sharks have played this year. Sharks and Rabbits have versed this year at Sharks home ground. There was two points of the difference in that game. Two points. They won it in extra time. Right. Thirty-eight so, to twelve. I'm telling you now, Sharks are up. They weren't robbed. If it was closer, I'd say. I'd agree with you 100%. If there was six points in it, I would say, at Sharks home ground, they win. Every time a 50-50 call come, Rabbit's got it. you just saying that. No, no, no. I've just spent 10 minutes giving the Rabbitohs praise. Thank you. Right? With the Rabbitohs Sharks game, if I was Craig Fitzgibbon, I would have said, don't... No. We're not running down the field. Yeah, that's a better way to protest it than to just be like, we're not training. We're not going to prepare for this. If you want to actually protest it, 100% what you yeah. do. Like, in my opinion, Cowboys versus Tigers. As soon as the ref blew that penalty for Cowboys, if I were fucking Tigers, I'm like, no, I'm going to the shed. Walking. This is over. And I'm not showing up fucking next time. Yeah. Man. That's the only way to make an impact. If you don't show up for training, you're setting yourself up to fail. If you don't show up to the game... That's not they were training, them. but they were training at their home stadium where it should have been played. And that's the problem. If they weren't going to do something, I agree with you. They shouldn't have shown up. What what the fuck's the NRL going to do? Yeah. They're going to have to refund the tickets. They're fucked out of their two hours. But it shouldn't time. have even been an issue. It should have been righto. It's at points best stadium. It is what it is. You either go. If the Rabbitohs, if Rabbitohs fans get in before Sharks fans, it is what it is. But when you've got... You're playing at this basically home ground of the Rabbitohs, I, I, I just think it's wrong. And then you look at next week versus the Panthers at a core. No matter what, no ground. matter what, no offence to either team, they'll beat next week anyways. No matter what, Sharks weren't fucking winning. No, that game, I think, could have been a different result. I if, I think if it was different, it would have been close, but Rabbits still win. But I disagree with you saying they would win. And to answer your question that you did ask before we went on this, <laughs> yeah. if Shoes on the other foot, as a fan, I don't care. Because I learnt about this rule two weeks ago when you brought it up on the podcast. Look it up. Like, look up through the years what's happened. It is. But I guarantee a lot of other fucking fans, like myself, wouldn't know. Like, in my opinion, most fucking Panthers games, they're at their fucking stadium. I barely see Panthers play out of their stadium. Right, but we've been... What I'm trying to say to you, look at the vibe of when we were at Bluebet. Yeah, because it's a smaller stadium. It just and overfills it. Exactly. Rabbitohs were never winning that game. I don't care what you say, right? I forget the score. They were never winning that game because the fans are there controlling the game. Don't get me wrong. The players still early have to on, play. I'll, I'd agree. Early on, that round three, four, whatever it was, it was early. Rabbits weren't winning. I didn't think that when Latrell I got... Luttrell played. Fucking, I said round three or four. Was yeah, Latrell still played. Yeah, Latrell was there. I didn't say he didn't. No, but I'm saying, what's I... the difference between round four and now? Round four and now? We're a better fucking team now. 32-12. Oh, they beat us 32-12. Yeah. Did you watch that game? We're not going to get into that. No, no, no. Well, we God. are. We're talking about the prelims. Almost all the fucking 50-50 calls. Wet Panthers. And you're saying that the same thing happened to the fucking Sharks. Yo, you are so fucking full of it. Oh, mate. 
all the 50-50s went to Panthers that game. A hundred percent. Stephen Crichton straw. Is that 50-50 flip of the coin? Oh, yeah, that's for Penrith. Disallowed. I don't think he gets that down. He does! It's... NRL ambassador has said he got it down and apologised. I'm pretty sure Sports Bet actually paid out the bets. No, they didn't. Or, I had kick it. I had Crichton. They didn't pay it out. Or did they give you a bonus? <sighs> no, nothing. Well, even nothing after Tano sent off. Don't void the bet after that. They were like, no, you had his chance. Fuck him. Oh well, there you go. Well, what I'm and so- if NRL did say that, good on him. Should have had a try. From that fucking from all the replays. That was a no try to me. And from whatever fucking try came off that quick restart, it took like five angles to see that he actually played the ball. An illegal player, the fucking ball. He's not being tackled. The ref's not yelled held. He's got fucking three, two guys on him. He's still moving and he's like, all right, I'm going to roll the ball. Ref lets it go. They get a try. You're telling me that's not 50-50? That's not a bullshit try? And if we watch through that game... I guarantee you there's calls there that goes Rabbitohs way. There probably is, but the majority go to Penrith. All right. We'll agree to disagree. That's the best of And, no, since we're bringing this up, we'll bring up what you say week in, week out about match fixing. Yeah. Why would they not want Panthers to win that game? Battle of the West. Oh, 100%. That's big money. The touch judges let a fucking blatant forward pass go. Yeah. Feels game. Yeah, 100%. So... Of course, the 50-50s are going to go Panthers' way to get the Battle of the West. Yeah, and it'll sell out. It's It's already sold out, yeah. And I actually saw Peter Volandis said, because if you look on Gumtree, if you look on eBay, that sort of thing, people are selling tickets for a grand, right? And there's people out there that will pay it. A hundred percent. But it is actually illegal to sell for more than 10% of the cost. And if it's the case, you can be sued. That's right. actually what he's released. And I think that's a great idea because, mind you, look at the NRL, fuck's sake. Like, you go, you get a coffee, it's seven bucks. If you go get a fucking hot dog, it's ten bucks. Like, their own price is fine. Yeah, exactly. So they rip you off, anyways, but that's fine. NRL but it's not rip fine you off, for but everyone it's not else fine. to rip right. each other off. But I sort of agree with it too because if. Say, I come into money, I go, right, I'm going to buy 20 tickets. I've got 20 tickets sitting there. You've got... Two teams you don't support in the Green Fall. Exactly. Right, I'm selling them. I bought them for 100 each. Well, 300 each, yeah, whatever. Yeah, be about 300 yeah, each. Yeah, spent six grand. Right, I'll sell them 600 bucks a ticket. Make quick 12 grand, right? Spend a six, double me money. What about that? team that that five six seven eight year old kid got that dream i want to play footy i was there man i, I was that seven eight year old kid that was going i want to play i i, I want to wear that knight's jersey i want to wear that country jersey i want to wear that new south wales jersey etc if if i was in that position i'd be given tickets away Right, it, it is so important for families. Like growing up, I I I got into footy because of my uncle Wayne. Right, he he was a cousin, but he was an uncle to me. Right, when we lived in Dobbo, and when I started when I was seven, he he spent hours with me with the tackle bag, right, because I was a head hunter. I was seven year old. You're right? a little tiny, Bill. Yeah, man. Oh, you got these little seven year old kids running at me like, oh, and I was like smaller than them. I'm straight at their head, co-daggering them and getting penalised and everything. Hours, man, on that tackle bag. Right, I spent hours perfecting kicks growing up. Like after we moved to Dubbo, we moved to the coast. Hours putting in the effort to try and play and it is so important for them kids especially like Jerome Luai, Toa, uh, 
Triton, whatever, they're from Mount Druitt. Right? Mount Druitt's got a really bad name. Right, you go there, you get stabbed, whatever, right, right, right. But there is that seven, eight, nine, ten year old kid playing week in, week out, during rain, hail, shine, putting in the effort with their Uncle Wayne. They should be given free tickets or they should be given access to be able to go to that game where you've got these rich pricks buying all these tickets outright then trying to sell them to make a profit. That gives that stops the opportunity for them to go see the Nathan Cleary, the Mitchell Moses, Clint Gutherson, whatever. They need to get to that game. They need to watch it. And like, I remember growing up, you'd watch games and like, I was obsessed, man. Like, I'd study games while playing. And you're watching it, you're, you're watching every tackle, you're watching every line break, what they're doing, little, like, every player's got sort of a signature move to say, like Latrell, he just runs straight, but he's got, he's got a left step on him, and he's insane with it, like, the amount of times he's made absolute line breaks, scored length of the field tries, whatever, and you study that as a kid, and when you've got that dream of playing, uh, I don't know, like, I could talk about it for hours, but it is just so important for them kids. Like, I'm screaming out to the parents here of that kid that plays week in, week out. I, I want to play footy. I want to play footy. I want to play for whatever team I support. Get them to them games. Get them to the big games. You know what I mean? Like, you've got young girl, young boy. Now we've got NRL women. I would much prefer Ruby to play soccer. But, but Onyx, I'd, I would love to. Yeah, yeah 100%. Part. And he's four, five-year-old, comes up, loves his rabbits, whatever, <laughs> watching the game, goes, Dad, come kick the footy with me. Right? And, and that's where it starts, man. Like, I'm not saying influ- if Onyx wants to be a fucking ballerina dancer or whatever, you support him. But it is, like, it's the passion. It is, you get it when you're young, man. Like, if you want to do something, you do it. At five-year-old, I don't know. It's when you're young, you get the passion for shit. And you like, need to have a parent that's going to keep you and interested in it and not shit all over it. Exactly. And support you in that decision. Like, if they want to play footy, you get them to the games. Like, I agree. I enjoyed taking Ruby to the Panthers game, even though it was it, it's not a very uh, kid vibe sort but of But I loved what Monique did that night. She, like, every time I... Because we were sitting How, on the hill. She ran down with Reggie. Yeah, 100%. Like... I mean, there's a lot of people that don't have the confidence to do that. But Monique, she's like, I don't give a fuck. Ruby comes first here. And that's what parents need to be. Ruby comes up to your Dad, I want to play footy. You're in a supporter in that decision. Oh, 100%. We play footy all the time now. Yeah, 100%. And she's the next Nathan Cleary. Yeah. Mate, I've seen her boot. <laughs> you haven't seen it full strength? No. Take my yet. word on that. Yeah. But... Nah, we've gotten off topic there, guys. But it is like it is a big shout out to the parents talking from experience. Hines gave a big thanks to his mum. Yeah, and look at the lifestyle he lived. He was at point of wanting to commit suicide. He was at the point of this is the end for me. Ra ra ra! All of a sudden, he's winning daily. I'm in one of the biggest sports in Australia. How life changes. Yeah. 100%. 100%. But, we have talked shit for the last few minutes, but we're talking about what you said before, the Battle of the West, Western Sydney. The grand final. The biggest what, game of the year. What you played 25 rounds for, which, just quickly, being changed next year to 27. And I'm so fucking keen for that. Two three more weeks buys, of footy. Three buys for every team. 
I don't like the sound of that. I nah. hate the fucking buyers. Honestly, the best thing they did was bring the Titans into the comp. But we've talked about it before. I think they need to bring in like the NBA. Your East and North and Conference. Yeah, we have we have talked about that before and I'd agree. Bring in your like and they need to expand. They need to bring in your Western Australia, your Victoria, your lot they've got Melbourne, but one team. Like your um South Australia, your Northern Northern Territory guys, like like your Latrell, your um Jonathan Thurst and that sort of thing. They go up to the Northern Territory and sort of do the coaching and that with them. It what needs to happen? Like they need to bring in every state to make this a national rugby league. A hundred percent. But yeah, it is what it is. But Penrith versus Eels at the Core Stadium, a sold out grand final. Looking at the odds, dollar thirty seven to three ten. And there's been a hundred grand put on Penrith to win, on tab. Someone's chucked a hundred grand on it to win thirty-seven. I would not be that confident. It, it's gonna be. It... As I've spoken to some of the boys at work, they're all eel supporters. They've said, if it is a blowout, it's all Panthers. Yeah. If it's a blowout, Panthers have them. But if it's a close game, eels have them. And I would have to agree with that. Eels beat them. In a close game, full strength earlier this year. Cleary struggled. So Nathan Cleary, he struggled through State of Origin. Not the second game, obviously. But they're the two games he struggled probably in the last three years. Right? Majorly. And it is what it is. Like he, he He's not rated the best halfback this year. But... For what he's accomplished already throughout his career, is well ahead of your Cooper Cronk, your Jonathan Thurston, your Andrew Johns. Oh, hundred percent. And, but it also does he get them results without COVID? Because of the empty stadiums. Yeah. Different vibe. Most boring games to watch. You don't hear anything. Fuck the fucking refs and the lot, players. And that's what they've done. They've won... Lot, they won last year. They lost the year before in the grand final. Lot, they are a dominant team. I'm not saying they're not like top four, definitely material. But a couple of years ago, I don't know... It, like what I said about the Sharks-Rabbits game, like what I said about the teams that didn't have that home ground advantage, it's like, I, I, I personally don't think that they get the results if COVID weren't there. There's a lot of other dominant teams in the comp. Tedesco's been outstanding all year. Well, he came other second. than Origin. I don't. I didn't rate him in Origin just because he was Borgen. He fucking definitely was. But he is. He's named the best fullback at the moment and has been for the last few years. But you've got your likes of Littrell. You've got your likes of Turbo. Rah, rah, rah. But I just don't think... Well, going into this match, Dylan Edwards versus Gutho. Edwards has been the absolutely outstanding all year. Oh, 100%. Consistent with it. He's, he's been the rock. Fucking shit. The rock. He, he's, he's not your superstar. He's not your Billy Slater. He's not your Matt Bowen. That sort of thing. He doesn't have the personality of Latrell, but he's got the fucking skills of what he does, and he backs it up yeah. week in, week out. Yeah. He's an incredible player. Yeah. And he's so... And Guffo's definitely had his ups and downs as well. Yeah, this year. 100%. Like, he he sort of went a bit queer once Parramatta didn't offer him a million dollars. He was on 700 something or other around that, which is massive money to us. But he was looking for a million dollars. I don't see him being a million dollar player 
at the moment the way he's playing. He he he's playing good footy, but he's playing to what he's paid to, mm. in my opinion. Like Charlie Staines versus Sevo and Toe versus Waka Blake. Like Waka Blake has said, um, this for this game he hasn't prepared for Nathan Cleary's bombs. Oh, I think that's a load of shit. In training, I feel like that's 100%, all they'd be doing. That's all they'd be doing. Just drilling him yeah. on that. Because... Because Nathan Kalir is going to fucking target him. Yeah. All the bombs, they're going straight to Blake. Yeah. And if he's not prepared, he's not going to... They're going to get ran over. Yeah. So they're going to be fucking drilling him every I, minute. I think Toei will keep Sivo covered. He's oh. been a bit quiet lately, Sivo. Yeah, he, he has. Went from getting his doubles to just one every now and then. Yeah, but once he... Like... The halves is going to be awesome. Luai, Cleary, Brown, Moses. Like, Moses, I personally could take him or leave him, but you've got to rate him top four, probably best halfback in the comp. Oh, he's insane. Dylan Brown, I rate. I think he's... Well, he's, he's he'll, he'll play for the New Zealand. And I'll tell you right now, New Zealand will be a force to be reckoned with in this World Cup coming up. Oh, 100%. Like, it's going to be absolutely insane. But this whole game, Appy starting, like, we've touched base about it before, Kenny playing where Appy is now next year. I I think Penrith's going to be a different team next year. I think they'll struggle without him. But Honestly. where do you put the game this year? The game this Grand year, final. my Sunday opinion, Arvo. my opinion Sunday is, it is, thank you for clarifying five <laughs> times. I think it is Eels, and it's going to be a very, very close one. Okay. A fun little fact as well. No Eels player currently. I could be wrong about this. Let me get all my <laughs> shit from Twitter. But apparently, all the players on Eels. We're not even born yet. Not alive for the last time Eels won a grand final. No, it was 86. It's fucking been a while. It's like 36 years since they won a premiership. Yeah. And there's talks of Top Gun was the highest grossing film in 86. Top Gun Maverick is the highest grossing film this year. There's talks of that happening, but I, I, I can't see Penrith losing this. You can't see it? No. Nah. I see Penrith 13 plus. Wow. Yeah, I think it'll be close for about 60 minutes. You think the last 20 they start gassing out? Yeah. That's my opinion. But. I think it's going to start off fucking hectic. The first two, three sets are going to go off its head. Yeah. And then the whole game's going to slowly start to slow down. Yeah. And there's just going to be odd tries here and there. Yeah. There's going to be. I, I think. I think there might be a Simbin first 10, first 10 minutes. Well, I think that will make a big difference. I think if a send-off, we've talked about it before, if a send-off's played in this grand final, it's just going to ruin it. Oh, it will. It, it needs to be, all the players would be head switched on that you need to be, you need to turn up. And honestly, Cleary will be working out how to be doing his bomb. Like, Waka Blake or Sevo, who, whoever's at the back. Like, Gutho's very good at controlling the ball. Like, he'll, he can catch anything, right? But if Sevo or Bla- Blake drops a ball... Oh, if one of them drops the ball once... They could score straight off it, and then oh, the confidence just runs. And not only that, if, if they drop the ball once this game... The balls, it's coming to him every time. I'm a bit There's worried about Staines. Yeah, why's that? I, I don't rate him at all. I think Moses and Brown will target him something chronic. That Toe and Edwards are going to catch anything. They're going to target Staines. And I, Moses has a bomb on him as well. Oh, he does. So I think it's going to be Battle of the Halves. And the combination, like Brown, I can see Brown running the ball a lot. When Moses runs the ball, he's deadly as well. But once again, so is Cleary and Lua. 
Lua showed so much passion in that third grand final. Ah, uh, in that third state of origin, sorry. He also got a lot of great hey, talk about yeah. him. Oh. Standing over someone that's unconscious. Yeah, which, how like the that. fuck do you know? Like, I've, yeah, I've got my own opinions on that. I'd agree, but he's also a very cocky player. He is. And that's where, so, of course, he's like, well, we've just had but someone so take Moses. it out. One thing I hate about Para is when it gets to the lot five minutes ago and it's close, they'll slow the whole situation down. The play the balls. It takes 10 seconds to play the ball and pass it. And they pass it once and run, get tackled, do it again. Like, they want the clock to or, or Yeah, they're running the clock down. They've, they're gassed out. They want the clock to end so they can... Oh, we won. It's close, but we won. Yeah, and how's that entertaining as a fan? I don't know. Both teams have the way of the stick, if that makes sense. During the games this year, favoured by the refs, especially like you brought it up before, Penrith have had the way of the stick. In my opinion, Eels have had the way of the stick in games that they've oh, played this year. Oh, there's definitely been some as well. Right. I think this will be very interesting. Both teams are very favoured. Like, there's no Tom Opacek, I think his name is. It's Bailey Simonson playing in the centre, who's normally a winger. I don't know. I I still see Penrith. 13 off. Yeah, it'll be close. Up until about 10, 15, 20 minutes. That's my opinion. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a cracker of a game. Yeah, 100%. And for all of you listening, we are going to have a podcast out a day or two after the grand final. Yeah. As soon as it knocks off, we're going fishing. Yeah. We're bringing the old setup. We're going to record a podcast while it's fresh on the mind while we catch some fish. You might hear us catch some fish. I'll tell I, you that. I thought it was Sunday Arvo, but it's 7.30. Yeah, well, it's late. And it's... We're, we're going fishing. Trying to set up everything at 9.30. By the time we get there, 10.30. Yeah. Fuck. It is what it is. This is the guy that said to me he wants to stay up all night and leave there at six in the morning. Yeah. And now he's like, oh, we're going to be there so late. There's not much that you need to set up when you go fishing. There's a chair. That's it. As long as I have me JD. Yeah. But thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, it's been a cracker. No, I am. He's, he's puffed out again. Yeah. Oh, it's not the first time we've done it with Ed. It probably won't be the last, honestly. But, yeah, no, cheers for listening. Listen to us on Facebook, Twitter. Spotify. Find us on Facebook, <laughs> yeah. Twitter, Instagram. Listen to us on Spotify, Amazon Podcast, YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts, really. Yeah. We're, we're bound to be somewhere there. Yeah. Out for 10 podcasts. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next time. Cheers, girls.